Hey everyone, it's that time. Right now is the best time to get your car ready for the wet weather. 150 bucks with AutoWorks Detailing will get you a wash, clay bar, and wax, plus bonus windshield protection. Nice. I honestly think that is a very good deal. Yeah, that's great. You should call Kevin or DM him on Instagram, AutoWorks with a W-E-R-K-S. Um, hit him up. He'll come around, I think, Barria and and then some. And uh, he does great work for all of our buddies. So Yeah, and it's a great, like you said, it's getting your car ready for winter. So when it gets all dirty and rain and all that stuff, it's easy to clean. You know, having a nicely waxed, newly clean car will keep it clean, basically. And Kevin uh, just, Unlike uh, my GTI, which Kevin needs to come hit up. Jesus, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just had the E-Class done, and uh, I can safely say water on it you drive away all of it just pours off of it instead of you know pooling up yeah. leaving you know water spots that's art's nemesis yeah that makes me cry if you were a, a hero your villain would be water spot totally and you'd oh just be kind of like a weird soggy guy i would be no your villain Jeez, i don't know what's <laughs> happening right now but did you guys see the car that kevin did that won what am I saying right now? Coastal Range Rally. Coastal Range uh, Rally. Raffle we gave winner. away a raffle. Yeah, we had a raffle winner. It wasn't even a raffle, though. Can I just take over? <laughs> Go for it. You tell me. <laughs> um, our our buddy, uh, Bargain Boxster. Yeah. David Graham and his son won the raffle for Kevin to detail the Boxster, and uh, it was documented on Instagram, and it looked amazing. Yeah, so. so we should mention that the car was vandalized pretty heavily. So uh, some dipshit, yeah, keyed it heavily, like like sat there for thirty minutes. Like, I mean, the whole hood and hard top hard and top, everything, like all over the car, scratches, like, like drew figure eights and maybe like a, a communist manifesto on it. And uh, <laughs> and Kevin actually managed to get that shit out. I I thought it was way beyond the clear coat, but he did his magic. I don't know what yeah. he did. He said he got like ninety percent, but from the pictures, you can't see it, it at all. It looks really good. Yeah. So auto works detailing on the Instagrams hit up Kevin 150 bucks. It's a great deal. We like them. You'll like them. Yep. Autoworksdetailing.com. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> Hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed it up. (laughs) Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Lane. My name is Slim Shady. My name is Courtney. (laughs) Courtney, welcome. Thanks for sticking with us. Courtney's back. She slept in... The basement. It was real comfortable. Sunday edition. Um, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Doing good. Doing good. Um, typically, we start off with uh, project car updates, and that can mean anything. You did an oil change on your Mazda, or you drove your Z to a pumpkin patch. Or put an air freshener in the Mazda, maybe? Oh, black ice. Black ice. Why is it black ice? Oh, yeah. I how do they name that? that? It's I do see that everywhere. It, black ice is bad. You don't want that as what a do you, What does it smell like? Why does it... It smells like awful, you, dirty what? ice. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Black, <laughs> it's ice, black is just, ice is just... Dude, it smells kind of like... 
kind of I say this with trouble. It's kind of douchey. It's kind of like an axe spray kind of smell. Oh, axe sure. spray. Very manly. It's like really bad. Musky. Like high school all over again. Oh yes, mm. high school locker room. Something like that. Mm, no thanks. It's not good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, so you bought an air freshener art? Uh, green ice. You know, it's just kind of it's a little more evergreen, kind of piney. You know, like that green sort of ice. Yeah, green. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this conversation. <laughs> what were we just talking about in the drive up here? Something as ice. Is, uh, ah, it'll come to me. Something is. I don't know. <laughs> blank as ice. Cold well, I mean, everything's as ice. I think it'd be cold as ice. You would think, right? Or slick as ice, but nah. it's usually the opposite of what ice means. Yeah. yeah. Art will like, say something like, "That thing was low as ice." <laughs> what does that even? <laughs> is that want. like dirt nasty low? Like, yeah. Low as ice. Well, you're exactly. dumb as ice. Hot as <laughs> hot as ice. You know. You know, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Not very hot. <laughs> Not very hot at all. Um, okay. I I don't have any project car updates right now. I. Uh, Took the van again out this weekend. There was no updates happening. Sorry. That's you got nothing. Yeah. Same here. Really? I got nothing. I, I took my Z to the pumpkin patch. Oh, that's yeah. pretty good. Was and like, it was flawless? Turnkey every time. Dang. Dang. Yeah, the, so we converted to the early carbs. They have from a the choke? 73. Yeah. Choke, oh, yeah. That's cool. Built-in choke. I like chokes. I don't like carbs, but I like chokes. How long yeah. do you have to leave the choke on? Um, It, it warms up pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say in general, maybe like five minutes to fully warm up okay yeah it's not yeah. bad we have a, a Dotson at the shop i work at and we drive it every morning but it's very cold start a lot of the time so we leave it about five minutes too so yeah. i was wondering mine mine tends to start on the second try every time yep <laughs> sounds about right uh lane i didn't do anything <laughs> i left my keys with art and i realized they're the only keys in my 944 and also the only keys oh. to my house so I had to break into my house <laughs> uh -huh. so these guys swapped cars and uh, Art had the GTI mm -hmm. yep. lovely experience I'm sure yeah it mostly sat outdoors out there getting uh, like eucalyptus oil dripped all over it getting um, cleaner than it was probably it was kind of clean this morning because it was all dewy and I was oh, like okay. it's looking pretty good yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> his car looks like it just came right out of a burning man uh, currently so, so it was a good time. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're saying. Oh, it was Such a good, a good time. time. Yeah, like, yeah. Lane's a pretty big burner. So. <laughs> okay. Someone graffitied on my head. It said, like, Carlos Sainz. Oh, uh, that. who could have done that? <laughs> kind of messed up to do it on someone's paint. Especially if it's black, you know? Give me a break. And black. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. someone drew penises all over my car on the rally. Oh, really? What? Yeah. On your 944? Yeah. Wait, isn't it peni? <laughs> <laughs> I almost like I almost mentioned it during one of the morning speeches, but I didn't think me calling out the crowd would be such a good, such a great thing. Who do you think did it? I don't know. But also, like, why is the crowd drawing penises on your car? Because it's really dirty. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess if that's your first inclination. Duality too. Maybe they all hate me, huh? Dirty. <laughs> hmm. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, yeah. Who who would have done that? Hmm. Did you do it? I did it. Oh, I didn't hmm. do it. I was too busy uh, not handing out uh, pamphlets and stuff in the morning. <laughs> Yeah. It's too busy talking snacks. about Carlos Sainz. Uh, the snacks are on the ground. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. Carlos yeah. Sainz. Uh, um, I, I bet Paul Kramer. Paul, that's a good Paul point. Kramer. Yeah. Uh, you think so? Hmm, actually, that guy's uh, not doing that. Yeah, right. Him and Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, I got to go draw dicks on Lane's car. Maybe <laughs> they did it together. They're, you know. <laughs> it was Porsche hobbyist. It was Odile. Oh, that's actually a good call. Yeah. Mm. 
That's amazing. That's the culprit. Oh. Were they smoking cigarettes? She's French, so I don't know. Maybe. Like, what was it? What, is it? what do they do? What do you do with grits? Crush grits. Crush grits. Yeah. yeah. I do have something to open from um, oh, that's Racing right. Ali. That's right. That's since right. we don't have any project right updates. We have a knife. I have a little uh, project. Uh, Racing Ali sent me something. It came via Amazon to my house, and it was for the podcast. He said uh, something about for like he sent me a text about something being for someone. So that's I'll the worst say. text I've ever heard <laughs> of. Let me let me look at it. Something actually. being for someone. Okay, this because he lane, said like this, a lane the ball is for Lane and oh, oh he told you what it is. Oh, we all get things. No, it's like but he I, it just tell, read it. it didn't tell me anything of what it is. It was just like. It was something about like the dildos for Warren and the. I thought true. you said there was nothing. Let me see, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, there he is, and he says I have to get past. He sends me all this stupid stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, the right he goes for reference the package for when the package comes. The pogo is for Brian. The board is for you. The ball is for Art, and the cube is for Warren. Are these all fidgety things? I think it's fidgety fidget spinners. All right, Lane is now opening a Amazon box. I do. I just know the ball's mine. And I got a cube. uh, Oh, these are total. It's like a little Rubik's cube. It's a flat thing. It's a. They've evolved. Whoa! You get the board. Wow! That's you. Dragon spinners fingerboard. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. One of those like tech decks? Oh, it's a little. Do you guys remember them? Yeah, this is a skateboard fidget Holy spinner. Holy shit. That's pretty rad. Wait, what? Fingerboard fidget spinner. How is that possible? Chrome metal. Did you know that? How is it, <laughs> how is it possible to be a skateboard <laughs> and one? a fidget spinner? I don't know. We're, this is terrible podcast fodder, but um, we oh. should open these up. It's dude, pretty I awesome, like dude. I have an idea of why this. Dude, he's, so he's been an avid listener for a very long time. And, uh, there was Brian a got a pogo stick thing. Oh, I don't know. If, what do you do with that? It's for your fingers. Interesting. You, you put your fingers. Wait. Wait, really? Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's a has miniature pro rubber hand grips <laughs> yeah. for the enthusiast. That's a miniature pogo stick. I'm pretty oh, sure bro. your index finger and your middle finger go on those two top bars. Yeah, and your thumb goes on the bottom. You're gonna spin it? Yeah. Some sick tricks. A very long time ago, there was a conversation about the appropriate way to use Chinese balls. You know what I'm talking about? The medicine balls? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, boys, uh, boys in the hood. And Lawrence like, Fishburne. I said that you're not supposed to touch them. Um, and maybe that's what I don't know. And there was a conversation about that. So that can't be right. You have to touch him. That's I what makes it, was it for work. Stress relief. It is, and you slide them together. Hands. I feel like I thought it was for like hand strength, and you're not supposed to touch them. It's like a. It's like you're supposed to. What are they love? Wait, you're not supposed to touch them in your hand. That's what I thought. My wait, friend, wait, my wait, Taiwanese wait. friend, oh, told me oh. that you're not supposed okay. to touch them. You're supposed to keep them apart. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but that sounds very hard. Yeah, which is a, more of a challenge, <laughs> right? Than just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, this is like the best fidget spinner ever. Dude, yeah, Lane got a pretty sweet one. It's like a little chrome skateboard. Um, I don't know how I'm supposed to use mine. I want to know who thought of this. Dude, mine is next level. Oh. Oh, but you got like multiple dimensions. Yours right? is a Rubik's Cube? This doesn't roll. Yeah, it does. Wait, what you're holding it wrong. Oh, it doesn't roll it doesn't that way? It doesn't roll. It's not an actual skateboard. Boo. Hiss. racing only. But it does. They move. What? They move. It just doesn't, it doesn't roll very like well. How much drugs have you taken tonight? Oh, this one Many. <laughs> All of them. All of the drugs? Looking at that. <laughs> this thing's crazy. That's pretty dope. How right. smooth is I like that? I like mine, though. 
I'll leave. I don't know what, what I'm supposed Ooh, to do. Ooh, that one's nice. Oh, my it's God. Like a, I Have you ever felt less future. resistance? This, this is the worst. This is amazing. Worst podcast. Worst podcast ever, by the way. <laughs> but feel how nice this thing feels. This one's very It's the smoothest bearings ever. satisfying when you get it oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's really nice. That's beautiful. Oh, I think you're right. You're right? Whoa. Yeah. Mine's intense. kind of a natural. I think it's it's paired. Yeah, I'm kind of high strung, so I can see how like yeah, you no, it's evolving. Right? Whoa. Lane just oh. dropped my ball. Lane right. broke it. Uh, Ali, thank you. You're crazy, but we love you. Um, <laughs> Lane dropped arts and broke it instantly. That lasted a good uh, two minutes. So now there's just a bearing rolling around somewhere. Sorry. It's, it sounded like it went that way. Did it? Yeah. My, my house was built by those shoddy engineers that built that tower downtown. Oh, perfect. So, um, so it only leans a little bit. Yeah. And we're on a hill too. So, you Excellent. know, everything goes towards the ocean. <laughs> you actually broke it. Yeah, the ball. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe it's uh, detachable. Well, yeah, it looks like it's magnetic. What do you... I want to eat you... this. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like a little... No, it's not like anything you should Dude, eat. That was that was the weirdest response. <laughs> it's like a little metal smarty. For the listeners, like, it's a it's... metal puck. Yeah, a little metal puck. <laughs> it's not that small. I want to eat this. <laughs> so, wait, <laughs> so we have all the to thank for the most the worst podcast ever. Dude, the most distracting shite. All right. So how do we move on from this? So we got a we got a special guest here today that um we can uh kind of get in and depth in. Yes. With. Um I think the first thing you do is tell people where they can find you. And, you know, I think everyone's, everyone knows you. That's the thing. Do they though? In our world, I think, yeah, I think you're, you're known, you're a known person. It's really scary. So on Instagram. On Instagram, it's at Miss Courtney May. And you have a blog as well. I do. The blog's kind of like a little section of my website, which is a portfolio. Okay. you can find that at Courtney Cutchen Photography dot com. Courtney Cutchen. How do you spell your last name? C U T C H E N as in Nancy. Mm. Not M as in Mary. Don't I don't know what that website is. Don't go to it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, you do know, but you don't want to I don't get into I genuinely it. don't know. I'm sure it's a thing. Mm, yeah. But don't make the typo. Okay. Got it. Um and you are known for photography of cars mm-hmm. which is accurate um you've been to one of our cars and coffees which must have been pretty amazing for you <laughs> it's truly an enlightening experience hey the mirror that showed up was really sweet it's i was very, impressed by that oh, was that your cool. first one no no i've no. been to one before but that one that like that car genuinely surprised me yeah, yeah. that was really cool a buddy of our, ours derek he, that was the first time he brought it. Well, no, he brought it to Canepa. He brought it to Can- the first Canepa this year. That's right. And that was the f- that was the first time he drove it ever. It's ever because the car had been in restoration like for since like he was like twelve years old Wait, or so something. This is a friend of yours. Yeah. yeah. Does he want photos of it? Because I'll shoot. Well, it. he's a photographer himself, and he does the photos for Fantasy Junction. Oh, uh, so he's cooler than me. Who uh, am I talking not about? Not that cool. He's the what's his what's his title at Fancy? Principal. Direction? He's a principal. Principal, what? yeah. Whatever that means. He That's puts cool. people in detention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's intimidating. <laughs> um so right now he's gallivanting around Europe in his new GT three. I think So he lives a really hard I know. Life. Dude, and gallivanting is putting it lightly. He is like living it. Living it up. Yeah. Like the coolest hotels and amazing places. Crazy That's roads so and cool. stuff. He's doing it right. Um, but I, I was wanting to know your kind of background and how you got into this world and 
yeah, I, we talked about a little bit on Thursday, but um, what really got you going down this path and where you are now? Yeah, um, well, the the love of cars and the love of photography, kind of two things that grew together. And it started toward the end of high school, so like 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me no, like no. that. I don't. I'm just thinking about Beamer <laughs> Lover right now. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> Not me, of course. No. Oh, the post 2000s <laughs> yeah, music. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I kind of started off not really knowing anything about cars. I really liked old American muscle cars thought they were pretty yeah. but I, I just I knew nothing about cars essentially and I was dabbling in photography so after I graduated in 2011 is when I started to take it more seriously and that was after I had taken an auto shop class in high school mm, which cool. is where I also met my husband so in auto it. shop yeah so oh, that was a bonus nice. he helped me cheat on a test or two so I mean <laughs> nice it nice. worked Smart man. Um, you just changed a few of the answers though, so it wasn't too Well, obvious. no. So we had like this final test where we had to go out into the shop. We were by ourselves. We had a box of parts and we had to identify each part, write it down on a piece of paper. That and sounds kind of fun. It was very, in yeah. hindsight, super fun. And yeah. I knew what everything was like looking back. I don't know why I needed to text him under the table. Oh. But I texted him. I was like, hey, what's the spark plug? Like, what is this? Yeah. And, you know, he helped me. By the I mean, way, I just wanted to text him because like, I just, he was that cute. might have been it. That's for yeah, sure. That it. might have but been it. I just realized like we had, we didn't have texting in high school. We're really old. We, but, uh, right we also sorry. didn't have auto shop. You didn't have auto shop? Nope. Um, auto shop's pretty rare. Yeah. Especially now. We had metal shop, but okay, not auto yeah. shop. Yep. But anyway, um, auto shops where I learned about like the actual mechanical workings of cars. So it was no longer strictly just aesthetic and and thinking that cars were pretty and cool. Yeah, like the spark plug goes in the blinker or like in the exactly. Headlight. Is yeah. your blinker fluid full? Yeah. Do you even know? Yeah. You figured <laughs> exactly. out how to top it up. And exactly. All that. I don't even know how to top up my blinker. Did you yeah. see that? Uh, there's a, a viral video of a dad who told his daughters to go into yes, the O'Reilly's so and ask for blinker fluid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, go in there real quick and just ask him for. Blinker I need some and they went in there and they got just so embarrassed beyond it's pretty perfect yeah um, so at the time my he was my boyfriend so he he had uh an old f-150 old f-250 was really into old ford trucks Mm -hmm. which i thought was really cool but as time went on we started kind of looking more into the import scene looking at german cars and he got an nb miata which was the first car I officially did a quote unquote photo shoot of. Nice. And I'll try to find the photos, but they were fucking awful. <laughs> I went to like a parking garage at night under like halogen <laughs> bullshit lights. It's and, all HDR. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is so good. But, no tripod? Um, I may not have had a tripod. Damn. I think I set it on the curb. Like okay, straight yeah, up yeah. old school, yeah, so yeah. like you're literally on the ground looking at the car, yeah, so yeah. it's even worse. And you I used ca- to use uh, well, like when I when I was a kid and I didn't have a tripod, I used uh, milk crates. Oh, that's milk a good idea. They were wooden because he's really old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Coca Cola. So did you keep the uh, Polaroids from that shoot, or? Uh... <laughs> okay, I I did have Polaroids, but not at that point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I I kind of just got a bug for it, I guess. What I, was your first camera? Oh, geez. Um, I had like a random Canon point and shoot when I was in like middle school. And I, I don't even remember what it was. It but was yeah, it was like a Mark 
two, right? Like a five. It wasn't. Mark II, no, right? it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um, the original Mark. Uh, my 5D. first. I would consider my first official camera the Nikon D three thousand. And that was like, we, my mom took me to Costco. They sold it as like a kit in a box. And it was so, it was the greatest thing ever. And I, I shot with that camera until I literally had maxed it out. Like I, I needed something else. Mm. Um, so it lasted me a, a good few years. Nice. Um, but yeah, so the, the cars and the photography grew together. So we started going to car shows. I think I went to like a slammed society meet. Hell in yeah. Like Sonoma. Yeah. Um, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't <laughs> know anything, but that's where I met. Um, and we're still friends with him today. His name is Rob. He had a, a lowered E30. And that was my first kind of older BMW. And I just, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, so it just, it grew from there. I nice. went to more and more events, met more people. Yeah. Asked to shoot cars and people never turned me down. So that's cool. Yeah. Eventually yeah. I started doing it for money. That's awesome. Um, and so now do you still just kind of do, you know, whatever you want? Are you working with, I know you mentioned bring a trailer and any other people like that, or is it just basically whoever comes to you and wants their car photographed? I mean, it, it's a good range of, of clients. I have, for example, I have private clients who are just individuals. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys saw the post, but I went to Utah a few weeks yeah, back cool. and I picked up a, he's a friend, also a client. Um, I picked up his custom Toyota off-road truck and I kind of got to shoot that over the weekend and that was fun. And that was just for a, an individual person. But then I work with companies like Haggerty and Turtle Wax and a whole bunch of whole bunch of people. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you you always got that Turtle Wax plug. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you slide through. There's always the Turtle Wax always shot. Always the Turtle Wax. Well, she slides because it's it keeps the surface. It's that hard so shell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that coating shell. going. Yeah. So you said hot rods and all that. Like, were you like you never actually like were into photographing cars like up until that ND like or NB rather like just all of a sudden you kind of decided. I want to take pictures of this thing. Like how, how did it happen? I, I think it was literally just, it was in front of me and it was something I had never photographed before. And I just wanted to try it. Mm. Um, so I did it and I just, I had never truly looked at a car like that until that point. So right. When you're photographing a car, you're looking at all of the details. You're looking at the design, how it flows, the leading lines. You're looking at all of that stuff that, like, right, if you're on the sidewalk and a car passes by, you might not necessarily look at it for too long. And um, I think before that, like I said, I always thought certain cars, especially the older American stuff, I always thought it was really cool, but I didn't know why necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know why an older Mustang appealed to me. I didn't know why that F-150 was so cool to me. Mm -hmm. um, so it was at that point where I really started studying cars and, and figuring out why they appealed to me. Where are you from originally? I'm from the Bay Area. Okay, you are yeah. from around here. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wondering, because you mentioned a farm uh, earlier, and I was just thinking, like, yeah. it kind of goes with, like, your environment, right, and what other people think is cool, too. So, like, it kind of naturally, True, like, yeah. oh, like, these old trucks are seem to be kind of popular and interesting, and, like, it's appealing, you know? I don't know. Well, it, it's funny, because my I had no automotive influence whatsoever growing up. Oh, really? Like, my first car was a 92 DeVille. 
Whoa. And uh, Whoa. it was a hand-me-down from my grandma. It's Warren's favorite car. No. And <laughs> my dad's way of fixing it was literally just pouring stop leak in the radiator until it stopped. <laughs> right, leaking. right. Like, that was his way. It got to the point where you would slam on the accelerator and it would just die. So, like, <laughs> that was what I was used to as a standard of Automobiles. cars yeah. and maintaining cars. So, I had nothing until I got to that auto shop class. And so it was almost like this new world kind of opened up. Yeah, it was it was interesting. And was your high school pretty car heavy? Was there like car clubs or any um, like I scene? I don't know that there were any clubs, but we lived. It, it's Livermore for yeah. anyone who's familiar. So, so there's a lot of rural wannabe cowboys yeah. with their trucks and. Yep. So I, and I, I don't know. I was never really interested in those. Like I, I kind of cared more for, you know, like the good guys. Mm, scene right, if right, that right. makes sense totally yeah. yeah which is out there too or is that pleasanton right pleasanton uh, yeah. yeah that's where they have the big good guys like autocross and the big show mm -hmm. cool and so i mean obviously you like shooting cars um there's a design element to that but do you like driving cars too are you into like a certain type of driving dynamic like front wheel drive rear wheel drive all wheel drive like what, what kind of cars are you into now i i really think that i have the capability of of enjoying almost anything that you give to me um obviously there's cars i don't like but i prefer like i've said before i prefer the 70s era kind of like mid 70s and earlier so i have a 73 240z my husband has a 72 he has two 72 510s mm -hmm. um, we have a 72 2000 touring um, just a lot of that early 70s era that has a lot of nostalgia and a lot of sentimental value for a lot of people actually definitely um but yeah i do enjoy driving i i'm not i wouldn't say that i'm a you know a race car driver or anything but i i like spirited driving nice it's, it's fun yeah we need to get you guys out on our rallies i know that would be we almost did your last one oh uh, yeah i swear you, I, you can ask 510 frisk <laughs> on that, that comment mm. i swear what car would you take um we'd probably take his 510 the wagon or no the, the it's coupe? the four door, oh, the, four -door. The blue four door yeah very cool how about the the bmw 2000 touring that would that's, be the other option that's yeah. a recent purchase for you guys or In within the last year or so maybe january yeah okay yeah yeah but we've known of the car for a couple of years now oh wow so yeah. that was owned by someone else yeah by Jan. yeah okay yeah. oh yeah. dr Jan. suave oh sweet yeah. yeah yeah so he you shot his renault what is it an mm -hmm. r8 or something i think what? it was an r8 right? was it? yeah R8 yeah, yeah. Bring a trailer so yeah yeah he's got good taste and he was importing a lot of weird and obscure cars for a while so i wouldn't oh, not surprised yeah. he had the touring in, in that car he imported most of the tourings yeah. that you see running around. Yeah, yeah, the 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 uh, Pichos, like the the, mm -hmm. the is that an Inca car? Uh, yes, that, yeah, the uh, hill climb car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the, I, I think it's his Einzig on the side. Right, right. Yeah, that one, yeah. That car's been around forever. Like you, I've been seeing mm -hmm. that car in, in the Bay Area for Dude, a long time. S fourteen in that car is. It's a super rad car. So and much fun. Jan was, I believe, one of the first people in the country to put an S fourteen in, in, in into a two thousand two. Probably. So he's got the the one with the Bavarian flag on the hood on the corner. Oh yeah. With the steely Alpinas on yeah. there. He bought that car from Pick and Pull. Oh no! Back way. in the day, I think he said for five hundred dollars. Yes, nice. God, that's amazing. And that's he took classic. it home. He completely home built it, painted it, did everything, and it only has just recently gone through like a, a refresh. Wow! That's Pick and pull touring. 
Oh, the touring. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. no. Dr. Suave. The oh, silver oh, car. The silver oh, oh. With the, the German flag across got it, got the front it, got of it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No, not that. Not the touring. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. How does that happen? That's funny. Uh, um, yeah, and your 240, is it pretty stock? The it's one? pretty stock, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I had a lot of crazy... There's. Uh, it's like sky's the limit with those, right? I mean, they almost have to resist the the big builds for those, right? Well, so when I bought the car back in 2014... Um, I had I had ideas, you know, to flare it and slam it and do sure. like the cool the cool street car thing. Stance society, motorsports, yeah, motorsports, dancey, dancey. I like that. Uh, and I even like I have the wheels, I have the flares. I literally bought everything back then for it, and I I just didn't do it. Um, I think I've kind of matured in a way since mm -hmm. then and not to say that there's anything wrong with that kind of modifying or anything it's yeah, yeah. it's literally anything that makes you happy right you it's not wrong it's just immature right <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> my, well. my point where i was coming from was immature mm. i saw a z and i saw all these really cool wide body cars online and i was like that's what i want yeah. but that's not what i wanted because after driving the car fairly stock for a couple of years now like i i truly love that car yeah. i think that out of the box that car is one of the best cars you can possibly get so i'd like to see yeah i haven't seen yours my i know a few people who are really into them and it's just crazy what you know is common practice now is crazy built motors or ls swaps or and, rbs yeah. left yeah. and right, right. yeah, just, yeah. I'm a big fan of, I, I don't know, these are contentious. I think Elaine has said that he doesn't like them, but the, the Genos, you know, like the, the, yeah. the, the Japanese yes. spec. And I actually like the little, those noses. the little over fenders, like the, mm -hmm. that they put in period. Yeah. And you could actually order as an, as an accessory in Japan. Like, those are what I bought for my car. Oh yeah. Those are yeah. cool. I mean, it's, I, I think your car is, is beautiful and it looks great as is. So, Thank I mean, you. I guess we should t describe what it is. So it's got Panasports on it. Yeah. It's, is it a little lower? It doesn't look too low. It's it's stock suspension. Oh, it is stock yeah, suspension. It's, yeah, I think the wheels just kind of make it look a little bit lower. Because they're 15s, or what size are they, you know? Are they 15s or 16s? Yeah, no, they're 15s. Yeah, they're 15s. And then, Engine, you said you just went to an earlier carburetor. Yeah, so we yeah. swapped over. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Z-Therapy. But they're a company familiar. based out of Oregon. Okay. And they basically do all of their own refurbishing of SU carbs. Mm -hmm. Um actually glenn uh, you know glenn yeah with the fair yeah. lady he's he's gotten stuff from them before oh, cool. and so i basically got a set of su's sent them out had them refurbished and we put those on the car tuned it at z car garage and uh, they actually did a lot of the work to the car to get it ready for our wedding back in uh 2017 oh cool so, so that was your just married car with that a, was our just married did car. you pull any cans on strings or anything we didn't pull any <laughs> cans no we, did, we didn't go that stereotypical but so you got that so you mentioned the touring uh collectively you have the 2000 or the two five tens mm -hmm. like what's your car history like what have you owned besides um, the deville <laughs> that sweet and the yeah. topaz that's outside oh that's or was right. it a tempo i forget <laughs> yeah exactly so it's it's kind of funny because right i had i had that deville that was my first car next car was a oh gosh a 2000 camry nice oh that's a good and year. it was a great car like it all of these are family cars mind yeah. you and then uh that blew the head gasket and so for whatever reason because no one your dad wanted to was fix just it. dumping stop leak into it and just my dad actually <laughs> didn't touch that car i learned with the deville that he was not allowed to touch the car <laughs> so um Went from the Camry to an 01 Acura TL. 
Oh, cool. And like, this is not an exciting lineup of cars. No, because those are cool. I, mean, it's I think that's of... a, a you're you're moving up. Yeah, I yeah. am moving up. Yeah, but I was never really allowed to have a say so in what I drove. Hmm. It was just hand me downs my... and stuff, right? Well, it wasn't even necessarily that. Like, even if I wanted to buy my own car, like my my family was big on safety. It had to be a big car and it had to be safe. And so I remember I was looking at getting a um, I think I was looking at getting like a Mark IV. GTI. Mm-hmm. And my grandparents, I just remember they're like, oh, that looks a little small. That doesn't seem very safe. So like the Z was the first car that I went out and I said, I don't care what any of you think. I, I don't care. Like this is what I want and I'm buying it. Mm. And granted, I hid it from my grandparents for many years. But, <laughs> like a tattoo um, or something. Yes, exactly. Um, but the Z was really, th- th- that's where my history started with it because that was the only car I ever had a a say so with that's awesome yeah and uh manual transmissions i know people a little younger than us don't gravitate towards these things anymore um was that something that you learned early on or did you like with the z was that your first car you kind of learned to drive a manual or so the Z was the first car I consistently drove a manual in. Okay. I learned to drive. I technically learned how to operate a manual vehicle back in high school with my husband's F-250. Oh. And like it was impossible to stall it. So it was great. Yeah. You, so could, you could not stall it. It would just <laughs> jump forward. Right. What year was it? Oh, God. Was it old, old? Like, like uh, 80s? I know I'm going to get this wrong. It was it was 80s. Okay. Early 80s. Yeah. Um, he's going to be really mad at me, but it's Man- <laughs> a manual though. That's um, yeah. But I, that was the first manual vehicle I ever drove. And I remember getting into it and asking what the third pedal was for. Uh, yes. Because great. I literally, I had never, I don't think I had ever been in a manual vehicle until that point. Really? I can't recall. It's such a crazy world. That's, that's kind of awesome. I mean, so, it's like all new. Exactly. So yeah. that was the first one I drove. And then I really got more comfortable with it when he got the Miata. Because, right, that's that's really easy to drive. Mm-hmm. I got stuck on a couple speed bumps in the beginning, but it was fine. Um, and then the Z was, again, like my next encounter. Um, I had tried to drive my husband's 510 in that gap between the Miata and the yeah. Z. And I think I was just really worked up and nervous about it because... Right. It's this really cool old car that I just sure. I'm intimidated by. And it took a little bit for me to work past that intimidation for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, the Z is the first car that I it's really pretty, got comfortable with. Very cool to make that purchase and still having never had one as a daily mm-hmm. and then, you know, kind of jump in into the deep end. And yeah, that's awesome. Because they, I mean, I don't know if they made automatic 240s, but they made automatic um, Z's they like did. in later yeah. years. So. Yeah. yeah, like 260s it's, and it's 280s. A really sad thing. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. They're really sad. Yeah, so you guys have an automatic? Yeah. yeah. We have an auto and we have... An auto Z? Yeah. Oh. It sucks. What year is that Does one? it really? I've never it's driven an auto Z. 74 or something. Is that the yellow one? Mm-hmm. How it's is it? such a bummer. It sucks. Like, is it just it sucks. tragic I hate it. all around? Yeah, I don't, I hate driving it because of it. And I, people give like props while I'm driving and I kind of want to go, but it's an auto. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you're, you're like downplaying it. Down. Yeah, exactly. Normally you'd be the guy throwing a, a towel on the center console or <laughs> yeah. something like at a show. Exactly, exactly. Oh, a picture of a stick shift over it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's not do good. Do people do that? 
No. Oh, okay. <laughs> they should, though. Just... <laughs> they totally definitely should. should. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's awful. I guess, like, the, I mean, there were certain cars in the 80s. I mean, the 928 is a big one where they had the accordion thing, so where you almost couldn't tell, right? It almost, like, oh, oh, I, I mean, uh, we know, yeah. but I mean, like, right? it's, it's, it didn't know. need to have the accordion, right? Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's more of. Just... I think the accordion, I think that's a telltale sign that it is an automatic. Right. For big us. T handle and an accordion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The way I see it, it's just there were a lot of cars, and like especially Japanese cars in the 80s that had that accordion style boot for manual mm. transmission cars. Yeah. And and the automatic version didn't have anything. It would just be like a rod down into the little rod into a slit. Sorry. Um, but so. Your face before you said that, like, so I, I could see it was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, worse. I, I yeah. just, I, yeah. The gears stopped you turning. You still for it, though. Yeah, yeah. the gears stopped turning. Uh, so, photography. <laughs> what the? <laughs> oh, God. You like yeah. to shoot. You like to, you like to do things with cameras. Um, Stuff and let's talk about this. Uh, do you guys want to talk about this 9-11 we have in our possession right now? Yeah, yeah, good, good, good job, Lane. You uh, might have to shoot segue. this car soon, actually. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's someone you've already taken photos for for our friend Gen. Yes. Uh, yes. So it's that nine eleven. Yeah, it's a nineteen eighty. <laughs> so I traded. Uh, when Art, you I had this car a couple of weeks ago, actually. I did. And then yeah. you just got it recently. Got it back. So Art and I met up the other day at Alice's, and I gave him my GTI in exchange for this nineteen eighty six. Uh, rest of world Euro Carrera, uh, 911. It's a, so it's a fully loaded car. It has a whale tail. It has the windshield. Uh, it has the washer squirters for the headlights, mm. it has power windows. It has working air conditioning. It actually works really well. We use it on the way up here and re and also working rear wiper, re rear, rear wiper. It has a sunroof, which I have no idea where the sunroof switch on is, is on a 911. Did you find it? Nope. It's it's the most ridiculous thing ever. So it's a little little tiny switch. I want to say maybe about half an inch. Is the it the one switch that, right underneath the, the oh uh, underneath the, the gauges gas or the um underneath the oil gauge? Whoa! What? Yeah, it's like totally tucked in there, and it's a little tiny switch. Well, we were saying that the car basically is unchanged for how many years? Since Sixty four. So they basically are saying, oh crap, we need to add power windows now. Right. What is that? Where do we put that? We need to have power mirrors. Power mirrors, right? Yeah, shit. AC, and then uh, where do we put the sunroof switch? Like, there's mm -hmm. just no no place to do it. Yeah, and this car, no sport seats, has a vinyl seats with uh, cloth, cloth Porsche script inserts. Um, it's guards red. Guards red and uh, 16 inch, six and seven, six and seven Fuchs um, on some good Bridgestone rubber. Uh, yeah, uh, they're RE71. RE71. So yeah. one thing that I thought was very interesting, though, is that you're describing all of these things that are sort of luxury items. I mean, not luxury, but, you know, back yeah. in the day, back power then. windows, sunroof, yeah. you know, all this shit, AC but it has a stereo delete. Like, no, I, I, I don't think that's from the factory. I thought it was like a weird, like kind of an interesting package. I think someone just put a blanker plate you on there. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't, don't think, I don't think that's a factory option. I mean, I, I would almost guarantee it isn't. Someone would change that. I don't know. It just seems odd. Like to like, cause that's something that you would do as like, as like sort of a, when you're trending towards like a full track car or something. Right. And then you start adding this, the, the beefier seats and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, a, I don't know, thing, a lot you know? of people do it these days. Well, that CS that Gen has, it has speakers, Yep. but was factory stereo delete. Which is what this Wait. car looks like. So it, it was from the factory, yeah. Factory Wait. speakers in the doors, but there's never, there's never been a stereo in the car. 
That's is that, that so seems weird? Seems like a fluke. I know it's, it's just so weird. these weird That's... lightweight specials, right? I, they... I remember, damn, I think I was looking at like some options lists and they listed that as like stereo ready or something. So uh, like, so it's oh. almost like you it's can like check the, a certain box. Like the cars that come with like gray bumpers and uh, steel wheels because they know you're going to instantly do a body kit and yeah, I like, guess. Yeah. Know. So it's like if, you know, people can do whatever they want, right. right. And then yeah. period. And you know, audio was big, right. So maybe we're going to go with a fancy Macintosh right. thing right. or some shit. So the wiring is there, but the actual, you know, the, the unit the is missing. Is missing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Weird. I mean, yeah, Macintosh is supposedly the best. I just watched the movie cruise. Oh, you about, saw it. Huh? Uh, oh yeah. Cause they yeah, steal them. And right? they're all about stealing Macintosh is like the Holy grail. Oh yeah. So <laughs> 1987, if you got a Macintosh, no Nakamichis? Because that was pretty They nice. were talking That's Nakamichis below. too. Yeah. And they were talking Blaupunks and all that stuff. But Macintosh was where it's at, mm. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Which is card. And is supposedly <laughs> Porsches are hard to break into. Apparently, I, I saw, or actually, no, I heard on the Smoking Tire, they were, there was a little like clip they were talking about, wasn't it? Like how they were, it, they saw a Porsche and it was like hard to break into. No, that was actually a clip that I posted on oh, Radwood's Instagram. I saw it. Um, <laughs> I'm like, well, because uh, Rob Siegel was just on TST. So yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And people. he says, remember that 944 we tried to break in at Temple? Like how hard it was. And then they go to break into a 928 and they, and the dude ends up just breaking the window to break in. Oh, nice. Because they can't oh. jimmy it. And uh, anyways, moving to this 86 uh, <laughs> Euro Carrera, uh, it's a Porsche 911. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good driving car. It's like, I mean, it's kind of like what we've come to expect from driving all these G-body 911s. It's, it's uh, definitely more comfortable and isolated than, say, the CS or the MFI Carrera, but has really nice power that, that um, the engine is a lot less peaky and more just linear it kind of has power and mm. all throughout the rev range it never like shoots up in rpms no. it doesn't come on cam ever very, it's just very like predictable very predictable and linear always has power has a good amount of torque down low um it likes to rev it doesn't feel stressed at all when you're at redline and uh 915 gearbox is a 915 gearbox you know it's a little slow and definitely doesn't like beg you to like shift through the gears and match revs and stuff you you end up like staying in a gear when you went in another car with like a slicker transmission you would play with the shifter a little more uh but yeah really good driving car um the steering weights up really heavy it probably could use a a good alignment uh it it you have to muscle it through turns but it handles really well. It's just, yeah. I think the alignment, you know, like Art and I were talking about, I think the caster could be dialed in a little bit and it make a wor- it. It's a workout. I mean, it's a workout. Yeah. yeah. Just keeping I it. took it on stage road and I was, Ooh, stage. I was working around, I was working it a little bit and I was like, man, I couldn't imagine like being on the rally with that setup the way it is right now. Yeah. But I think, I mean, it really is. There's nothing like wrong with the car. It handles great and it's great power. Like, it's it's beautiful it's just that the i think dialing in that dialing in that uh camber caster or whatever will help it out yeah um yeah great i mean yeah we as you mentioned we had talked about it uh, especially when i handed it over that was one thing i noticed and i think it's it's a thing that these cars have you know especially at like stock alignment Mm -hmm. they're a little conservative and they're almost like set up to 
almost understeer a little bit and want to go straight, you know, uh-huh. because they're renowned for being tail happy and all that. So um, you can dial that out pretty easily with an alignment and yeah. make it a little more nimble. And yeah, Rix 87 or 89 Carrera was exactly like this. Yeah. Yeah, you had, I remember you mentioned that when you first mm-hmm. drove it. Um, and so one thing that's interesting about these cars is that this is what an 80s G body was supposed to be, you know, like the one that we got in the US specifically was totally neutered. Like we got a totally different DME, a different uh, computer, um, different mapping, um, you know, and it was choked up. You know, it had a, a, catalytic, a converter. catalytic converter, which these cars don't have. They just have a, like a pre silencer instead. So the engine characteristics change pretty dramatically, right? Not only is it just the power. I mean, it's like what two seventeen versus two thirty. Uh, I think an eighty six Carrera is like two hundred four. So two hundred four. Two seventeen would be like the eighty seven, I believe. I, I don't. I'm, yeah, I, I can't remember. But I always like, forget when is, they changed. This over. is a bump, right? So they were saying two thirty plus on these, and then on top of that, it's the way that it actually drives, right? So it's not going to be. You know, it's tuned differently. It's very linear as you're describing. No flat spots. No flat spots. And also the fact that you don't have a big catalytic converter right out as soon as, you know, that hits right out of the exhaust manifold isn't going to choke it up. So it's very free revving and um, and it sounds nice. It sounds like it has a proper it exhaust system. It sounds beefy. And it's a stock exhaust system. Yeah, it sounds it, good. So like they're definitely louder than a stock, you know, mm-hmm. American spec G body. And the one thing that is also unique about them is that they're lighter so they have less shit in them there's um and this is where things get a little weird because you know all of the, the hardcore uh, 911 purists will talk about the whole g body i'm sorry the whole 915 thing and the 915 is 50 pounds lighter than a g50 but you know it's lighter weight is weight but it's a 915 you know like it's it's definitely a pretty old school style transmission it's 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 bulky and you have to you know the the faster you drive the car the better it feels and like the more it wants to pop out of gear and into gear yeah but true. Like just driving around it's 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 a little tricky and you know um and born's shaking his head over there did you have an interesting experience <laughs> i mean the car is great it's exactly what you guys described but we drove from santa cruz up the coast and it was like you know golden hour we were laughing and looking at each other yeah exactly um and then we went up uh towards alice's restaurant from the coast and it's a great road um the car is super predictable and everything but keeping it just going down skyline with we were with traffic and we were just talking and stuff and just kind of cruising you can't really there's never like a time where you can completely relax and that's a lot of people look for that in a fun car right you want to have this engagement but it it was kind of the bump steer was pretty aggressive the steering's quite heavy and the transmission like you described you can't just do like a lazy shift especially with that clutch pedal like you have to really be ready and right. like kind of deliberate deliberate yeah. <laughs> yeah and then top it off we get over the hill and onto highway 280 and we're going up to the city and it's basically like 45 minutes of stop and go awful traffic uphill downhill and you name it and it's like kind of a challenge like i was saying i couldn't i wouldn't want this as a car in the city by no means like just too too aggressive it'd be a great third car fourth car right but and it's um, definitely it's even though you've got all of those sort of comfort features like it's still a tool oh yeah it's a, for, it's a driving tool yeah. right and the suspension's stiff you can definitely put it on a stiff side and uh all the other inputs are are harsh and heavy 
And that's great when you're on like highway 84 or, you know, some really beautiful smooth road, like awesome engine revs up great. It doesn't mind being up in high rev range. Brakes are good, all that stuff. But yeah, it's like a very, um, aggressive, deliberate car for what you think going into it. It's like much more, much more so than advertised. uh, I'm curious to get your feedback because you really like the club sport and like that's a 200,000 plus car and this is a 50 ish thousand dollar car. Yeah. Like how much of the experience do you think you get in a car like this versus the club sport? That's the thing is that you could never justify the cost of going with a club sport. I mean, it's, it comes down to a numbers game, right? There's the rarity, the, the option list, how it was specced out. And the one that that club sport, the reason I liked it so much, part of the reason is that it was how many miles did it have? 25 something like that yeah. Twenty-five thousand mile japanese collection perfect 911 like everything the inputs the switches the doors like just this perfect car and not to say this one's anything less than that but it was almost like had a, a aura of mystique to it like mm-hmm. you get into it and you're like this is a special car mm-hmm. and this one doesn't feel this quite the same but i think this car just take would take more time to master like you would have to work out a little bit more. The club square was like that transmission's killer and yeah, because it awesome. feels more modern. It's it does. modern enough, right? It felt like yeah. I could get in the club sport and drive it and have fun in one day. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. Where this one, I would just need to get more used to it. Yeah, and I think, and that's what like is that's the classic thing that everyone yeah. says, right? Like it's totally like, like especially the the the, the pre G fifty cars. Yep. Everyone's like we like them because you have to master them and you and have I to like totally learn them and understand them and like all and this shit. Like the so. Vanagon's sort of the same way. Like I wouldn't expect anyone to get in one of those in one day and be like, Oh yeah, like I totally get this. And it's, it's easy a to thinking drive. man's car. What do you like to say? Um, <laughs> and woman's thinking, yeah. thinking, yeah, thinking hey. person, thinking person's car. Thinking person's car. Um, and, uh, so it's, it's the same thing. And like I always say about the Vanagon, it's the opposite of a fast car, right? You're, you're thinking about things in the, a different way. So it's, it's just, uh, getting used to it. And, I'm all for mastering a difficult transmission, but like Lane said, it doesn't lend to wanting to row through the gears and downshift, downshift, downshift. You know, you, you almost want to use the motor more, you know, in those instances. So, mm. but you know, a heel toe downshift and that nice snick in a second, like it does all that. It's rewarding for sure. It is. It's but, a great driving car too. I mean, it like the suspension setup so nice. It's like, I think, it, I mean, it's yeah. Like Warren said, you know, it's a little harsh. It's a sports car, but, it's pretty compliant and it we never bottomed out or scraped or anything which yeah. is a nice nice to know and it goes around turns really nicely it's stable it, it is, just yeah. feels really good it's just and i think if you dial in that steering with a good alignment it would be it'd be it would probably change yeah a lot of maybe it would sway you a little bit more too i think the close where it was set up a little better as far yep. as the alignment and then but i do think warren's ideal 911 is like a 993 I, I still need to drive. Or even a 964. If anyone has a 993 Turbo, they'd like to uh, lend to the game. Uh, we're all ears here. Um, you but, would probably disappear with it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'd never but, see you again. Uh, obviously, I'm never going to say, oh, you know, I would never own one of these cars unless it was a Club Sport for $200,000. Like, the difference is, like, that car is a 7 out of 10 and the Club Sport's a 9. Like, it's, it's really close. Mm. So I don't think um, it would be a price thing it's more just 
if you have the uh, means, I yeah. highly recommend mm-hmm. a club sport. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I think, I mean, but a Eurocura is such a good value proposition, right? Like you get oh, yeah. such a great experience and you get totally. all of the essence of that, of that old school air cooled, like driving experience. Yeah. Especially if you're into 915s, right? Like, so, which is a thing. So yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's a really, really good value. I think. So dumb question, but what are the like California implications of a car like this like so this and this one is not a california import so it was not imported in period which yeah. w- which would have given it that bar label yep so this is basically a 49 state car okay it is registered in montana yeah yeah so there you go i mean that that kind of weeds those out as well right so yeah, then you're kind of tricky. back to uh you know a g-body or whatever the best of that era and i don't think i could go with this transmission if i had if i was making that choice to go with this era 911, I would opt for the the G50. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely. I know we've talked about it before too. I'm a G50 guy as well. Like especially like a like a Roth Sport, like the one that mm-hmm. was in Rick's car. Um, I I, I funny though because like, the MFI Carrera, but it works. It's just the thing. It's what you got. It's the MFI Carrera it also works. it had a little it had like a short shift kit on it from the factory. Yeah, and there was a little. You another, were a little another one of Gen's cars, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were a little. You wanted to play with the, you know, kind of shift a little more in yeah. that. I felt just because it had a short shifter. That definitely helps. Although this shifter is really nice for a nine fifteen. It's I a feel. good nine fifteen for a stock yeah. nine fifteen. Yeah, I and, mean, and then I mean, getting out of the car lane put it pretty well. I was like, this is the perfect eighties Carrera. You know, like so a guard's good. red whale tail, yeah. uh, black Fuchs. You could just Porsche. picture like some That's dickhead, what I right? When I think yeah. About it, yeah, it's like some guy with a sweater around his neck, just yelling at people at the <laughs> oh, valet. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you better leave it up front, asshole. You know, <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> or any, uh, you're gonna be the you know parked front row at Radwood Royalty, right? Yeah. I just pictured. I didn't picture the sweater around the neck. I pictured like a polo Ralph Lauren. I don't even. I don't know what they're called. It's like the V-neck sweater that has the stripes on the V-neck sec- portion. I don't know. Oh, like you're... a varsity. Varsity, sh- yeah, like a varsity sweater. Yeah, I, might even be a vest. I could see that. <laughs> maybe a turtleneck if it's chilly. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. a turtleneck. I could see it. It's a pale, like a pastel yellow. Has to be. Yeah. So has the the uh, air cooled craze gotten to you? I mean, is there any plans to sell everything and buy a 911? Or <laughs> no, we don't have Porsche money. <laughs> no, I. As much as I like them, I, I think I'll always be more of a BMW person. Yeah, right on. And my I, husband... I knew I liked you. For <laughs> <laughs> well, BMW Datsun, because yeah. I, I can't really choose between Whoa. the two. For a second there, but, I thought I heard something else. I said, <laughs> I said I'm a BMW Nazi. Whoa. Absolutely not what I just said. Whoa. Anyway. Art um, just hears what he wants to hear sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little troubling. I know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Theoretically, though, you could sell the touring and your and your two forty, and you're there. I totally. Mean, yeah. I just that's not what I want. Yeah. I the Z like the Z is what I would classify as like an obtainable dream car mm. for me. Yeah. Like yeah. that was that was my thing, and it still is. Um, and there's just other cars I I would want more. Let's than hear a, them. Than a Porsche. Well, like I said, the E nine. Yeah. The E nine's like a E nine's up there. Like that would be a replacement for the touring. Yeah. Like if we had to get rid of something. And I mean, even then the touring couldn't pay for an E9 fully anyway, but yeah. well, yeah, no, I'm sitting here saying I don't have Porsche money yet. And E9 is <laughs> like 80 grand. So it's like, oh, for a really nice for one. For like yeah. a nice one. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I like Mike Berger's car or something. Yeah. Yeah. But 30, 30 grand gets you there. Yeah. 30, 40 grand can get you into a good 2800 or something. Yeah. Though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Are you into Bavarias? I do like Bavarias. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The, That's they're, doable. I, I, like, I, I don't look at them the same. Well, they're not beautiful like an E9. Yeah. They're right, not, they're not like, they don't yeah. have It's that. like a 2002. They seem more. <laughs> it's like more a, like a 2002. I mean. It is. Yeah. More workhorse, but uh, yeah. rally car. You know, you could see that. Yeah. Getting I, dirty. Ex- I would tend to not really care as much about. Exactly. Like, that would be yeah. like a kind of a beater. Yeah. E9 is yeah. a beautifully proportioned car. 2002 is awkward looking and weird. Bavaria is kind of awkward looking and weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just straight up. Yeah. Like 2002s are cool looking, but they're just they're definitely it's like kind of awkward. That greenhouse. Well, and that that was yeah. the thing. Like we always liked the O2s. When when my husband was looking for his 510, um, or when he bought it, he was actually looking for an O2, and he found the 510, and mm-hmm. he liked that more. Hmm. Um. And I, I really don't think we would have gotten an O2 if it wasn't for the touring aspect of it, just mm-hmm. because it's so different and obviously the the rarity of it. I mean, yeah. it's a right-hand drive touring, so it's like it would be kind of stupid to not. So how many cars do you guys have? Um, do <laughs> that, you want me to list That the IRS them, knows or? about? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, list them. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, so we have the dailies, which is the Mazda 3. Yep. And my husband has a Focus ST. Okay. Um, we have the 240Z, the 510 four-door, the 510 wagon. Um, we have a, an E28, a Euro E28. Oh, I didn't Which know is slick top. Oh, I sweet. think it's a 520. Okay. Um, oh, cool. Oh, cool. And that's kind of just like a project that's sitting in the background mm-hmm. um my husband has an a86 mm. the gts which is really really ugly but i love them <laughs> i mean i love the car but it's like the one he specifically has has not been treated kindly oh, in its life is it a hatchback um, or not no it's the is it a coupe what color it's well it's like a mako red mm-hmm. it's okay. it we has not one, been we had the same car nicely. on our rally this oh, one right. hasn't. Ron's car is dialed, though. Yeah. This car is super nice. Yeah, he, yeah, there's a guy in LA. The guy, uh, so his wife bought my M Coupe, the Z3 M Coupe. Oh, that okay, I had. yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's got a red one. But it's a super nice car with like uh, Volk T37s in white. Okay. On the red, on the red yeah. Yep. So it's everything this one's not. <laughs> yep, it sounds like it. <laughs> so you also um, have the touring. We have the touring. Um, there's a diesel Benz that's just kind of sitting. Uh, my what? husband pulled it out of a field for five hundred dollars. Oh, cool. Um, what era? Uh, it's a. Is it a one twenty four? Yeah. Yeah, that's really. Com- I really common. don't know Benz. That's a super like, common model, so it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. Does um, it have little gills on the fender? Oh I, yeah, on only one fender. Yeah, the right side. I have it no idea. Your, does it have round headlights or square headlights? Round. Okay, so What's the W one twenty three then. Like the it's like every college, every Berkeley college professor drives one. <laughs> yeah, a, and they're usually pastel yellow. This one's like a cool avocado green. Oh, really nice. 23, yeah. Those nice. are cool. Don't know anything about them. <laughs> um, and then we have motorcycles. Oh. So those are right. just kind of in the background too. How many motorcycles, Courtney? There's She's this, counting hold now. Hold on, there's a CL350. Carry the one. There's a times Rockstar. There's an R75-7. Um, and then a, a kind of a under wraps project. That my husband's building which oh, is a BMW. Okay. Ooh, when's the so, big reveal? Uh, <laughs> Whenever he finishes it. Before the end it. of the year, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty soon. Are you into motorcycles too? I'm learning. 
my husband's been riding them since he could walk so he, it's something he just kind of grew up with yeah um and i was always told that motorcycle riders were organ donors because <laughs> i come from a, a medical professional family so mm. that was a safe a car big no -no. safe car yeah exactly yeah. yeah safe car is the priority um so i'm i'm now learning slowly that's cool but parents yeah. don't know it's that um, tattoo. I, I don't talk about it. <laughs> she still wears long sleeve shirts around, <laughs> yeah. around grandma. I, yeah. Like my, my grandparents saw me get on the back of, uh, my husband had a Nighthawk, uh, like last year, two years he sold it, but he, they saw me get on the back of it and they were mortified. Oh God. They, they saw me with a helmet. They're like, what are you doing? So what do they think of this? Like fancy car life you live with these I, fast cars and, uh, you know, they, I, they I mean, truly don't know what I do, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, do they they do? still ask me what I do. Yeah. And like if I tell them that I have a shoot, they're like, oh, is this um, is this for a car that's for sale? And like it could totally not be, <laughs> right. but I'll just be like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It is. Because like they just don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's so far out of... They wanted me to be a radiologist. So it's like... Gotcha. It's so far out of the spectrum You're of still what taking they, pictures, so... Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's... Something, Genius. right? I know, right? <laughs> That's so very limited. specific. Why a radiologist? Because they they hoped that I would go into the medical field, but I have a major phobia of blood and needles. And oh, me so, too. So, right, that's the only needles. thing really that you can do that doesn't involve those things. <laughs> right, right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I've seen you take some pictures of pretty incredible cars. Have you been sort of like blown away by anything in particular or kind of uh starstruck so to speak in in terms of the car you're you're filming and uh do any of these cars turn into like joy rides do you get to steal the 959 for an afternoon or anything <laughs> um i did shoot a 959 for sotheby's um i think at the beginning of this year or yeah i think i saw year. a silver or gray one yeah, yeah yeah that was a cool car um i wasn't starstruck by it but sure. it was cool yeah um i think that I think the experience that stands out to me most was when I went to Germany with BMW Classic. Oh, cool. Um, when, when was that? That was in June of 2017. Okay. So right before my wedding. Um, we basically went over there and it was structured as a road trip to Goodwood. So we that went... sounds perfect. We went to Munich. <laughs> yeah. um, I picked up an E9 from like their little vault. Whoa. Um, and then we basically did a road trip like a tour with everyone yeah we awesome. drove up through france um and ended up in goodwood and i shot goodwood and sweet i i think that that as far as joy rides go like that yeah. is the most extended joy ride i've ever gotten yeah. out of any car that's like bucket list joy ride that's so that's cool so great <laughs> um and like it was it was an e9 so right like it wasn't anything out of this world spectacular but it had like 13,000 kilometers on it or something Whoa, they like let you drive it that Whoa, far that yes is and fresh. i couldn't believe it i like i had to sign my name in like a little log book for the the driver's records and it was just like the experience surrounding the car was so surreal that i think that that's like the number one memory mm. i can how did that happen like how did you end up on that list arts do asking uh, do you know anyone <laughs> <laughs> um they and we had a couple business cards <laughs> um they had followed me on instagram for however long and they ultimately just ended up emailing me and talked about how they had this idea for a project that they called behind the lens which was supposed to be a series of videos on certain spotlight photographers or creators or people who just in general are around cars doing something car related 
Um, so for this one, it was as a photographer um, who just shoots classic cars. And so that was the premise of it. And they decided that ending it at Goodwood would be a good way to kind of capture the, the essence of what I do. This is a festival, a revival, right? Festival of Speed. Oh, Festival yeah. of Speed. Okay, okay. So one last question about the BMW thing. Yeah. Um, did you get to choose the E9? Did they give you like options or? They did give me options. Yeah, okay. they, Um, I think the other option was a 2002 and it was like a, it was like a, it was that bright yellow color, mm -hmm. which oh, the name escapes. Yes. Oh, or, or, yeah, it was Colorado or golf. golf. No, it was golf, which I, is greenish. Like a, it was, I think it was golf. Oh, okay. It's it almost was, like highlighter. Exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was golf. Yeah. And like for the, the road trip, that didn't really seem appropriate. Mm -hmm. Um, cause we ended up in like vineyards in the French countryside and like that car would have just been awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not the right color. It's no E9. <laughs> it, right. And they gave me a Chamonix E9. So I'm like, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. Very that's cool. Very, yeah. That's awesome. So what did you do at the uh, Festival of Speed? Um, so as I said before, it was a, it was supposed to be a video series behind the lens. So the entirety of this road trip, they were filming. Like we had a film crew and they were doing their thing and I was doing mine. And at Goodwood, the idea was that they would just film me shooting. So I, I technically shot coverage for them at Goodwood and they, you know, they took the photos and used them for whatever. Um, but that was the bulk of it just to document me working. Did it ever come out anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, um, if you look up the BMW classic YouTube, you can find it. I, I don't know how they have it organized now, but it's there and it's also on my website. Oh, cool. Yeah. Check it out. Did you get to meet any heroes uh, at Goodwood? Um, honestly, it was such a frenzy oh, yeah. because we were we were filming. So, right, technically there were two jobs going on. The film crew was filming and I was shooting and I had a requirement of photos that I had to shoot. So it was such a scramble that honestly, like I didn't even have time to stop. Like yeah. it, it was either filming or shooting and then editing. Like I, I don't think I really even talked to anyone outside of the BMW team. Nice. So. It's a bit of a letdown though, huh? You didn't really get to like soak it up. In hindsight, I do wish that I had just a little bit more time to slow down. Yeah. Because, and right, it was such a big project that I kind of had like this weight that I felt not, mm -hmm. not like that. I felt like I was going to fail or anything, but just that I wanted to do my best. Yeah. And so I was so tunnel visioned on just getting my coverage and making sure that they got all of their video coverage. Cause right during the road trip, we had to still cover the ground that we had to cover. Like we had Airbnb set up all across and if we didn't make it like, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, What do we do? <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah. You mentioned uh, you, it, your parents or, or family doesn't know what you do, like basically. How do you explain to friends and maybe non-car people what, like, <laughs> it's got to be a little difficult, right, to, to explain it? It's a little tough, yeah. yeah. I Honestly, I just, I say that I, I photograph classic cars and sometimes they're for sale and sometimes they're not. Right. Sometimes it's to tell a story. That tends to resonate with people if I tell them that I'm telling a story. Sure. Because, um, right, everyone to some extent knows, you know, velocity, right? They all have their TV shows on certain builders or shops or whatever. So the general public has like that 
in the back of their mind. Like there are people who do this for a living. And there are car stories. And, and there are car stories. And collectors and, and stuff. Exactly. So if I, if I explain it that way, and that's where like the photojournalistic part of it is helpful because then they kind of get a better idea. I think of what I'm talking about. Yeah. I can see that. like, yeah, I take pictures of cars. Picturing like, you know, you run into someone from high school and you haven't seen them for a while. And it's like, what are you doing now? Photographer. It's pretty easy though. Yeah. I oh, could keep it simple. I mean, you say I'm a photographer. Like, yeah. well, what do you, what do you shoot? I mean, she shoots weddings too. So she, you oh. know, weddings and cars. <laughs> like and, uh, too. Everything. <laughs> sure. That's yeah. an easy, easy way out, right? Weddings. Everyone's like, oh, wedding photographer. Everyone's dazzled. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, really? Like everyone's. Into oh, it. yeah. You know it's well, because right. That's well, you can associate it so easily. You know, the you know number what that one is. thing I hear, like if I say that I've shot weddings, they're like, well, that's where the money's at, right? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. That's so right. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. I guess. You're like, yeah. I just I. Take pictures of cars for free. So. I guess I don't do shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, what's on the horizon? Any other uh, gallivanting around the world? Uh, any big trips planned? Maybe not even car related. Um, not car related. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't take vacations. <laughs> like, if I related. travel somewhere, I have booked work there. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm kind of a workaholic in a way where if I'm not working then i feel like i'm falling behind mm -hmm. so i have to be doing something sure. um honestly it's probably just a bunch of little things like we're i think we're heading up to oregon and washington next year um we want to go back to europe yeah so i'll probably try for germany again um maybe england i don't know depends yeah. on what's going on that's cool Nice. So any, any cars you'd loved, like love to shoot, you mentioned design a little bit, like you're obviously into shooting like specific angles and, and capturing little details on cars. Is there a car that is missing right now in your portfolio? Yeah, your whale. Um, well, the 2000 GT is not something I expected to ever, like that was a car that I always envisioned that mm. I'd like to photograph, but really didn't think it would happen. Did it um, like, did it live up to your expectations? I think the environment kind of, I don't want to say the environment hampered it, but it kind of boxed it in for me. What was it, the environment? In the, the dealership showroom at night. Oh, so, at the at Stevens Creek Toyota. They so, didn't yeah. let you like take it somewhere else or? or in a way, I it's kind of cool, to. right? But you no, don't want that awesome. to be your only spot. Right. I, I almost wish that I could have done that, but yeah. also done like an offsite. Yeah, bring like, it out somewhere. In and... the forest or something, mm -hmm. you know, Santa Cruz Mountains kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, Play with the light a little more and stuff. Right, yeah. right. Um, but yeah, that I, I didn't want to have to be liable for taking that thing off site because mm. that they didn't really seem comfortable with the idea and if they're not comfortable then i i don't even want to get into that territory yeah yeah sense. for yeah. sure it right, almost ruins your experience right you want to just enjoy it and be relaxed and do your thing right right and anything missing though that you'd like to shoot um honestly i i can't think of anything that really stands out as missing Really, I a lot of my favorite cars are kind of ones that I've shot, like Z cars of all different varieties, right? Like I've shot a lot of Z car garages cars, the OS Gaiken, the mm. black car that they built. So cool. Um, the the Hakos that they have, like a lot of those cars are cars that I really love. So that so. motor is is very special on the OS uh, Gaiken. So did you get into and nerd out on the details on that engine? Oh like my god, the headers. The headers are like, it's like a waterfall. It's art. Yeah. It's such art. It just blows me away. 
Yeah, those are really yeah. cool. Uh, so one of my favorite motors, um, aesthetically, like mm -hmm. it's a cool motor for the air and everything, but is the S20. So it's the motor that came, you know, in, in the, in the early Skylines yeah, and yeah. also in the, um, is it the two, the 432? The 432. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's just such a simple, it, it almost it's looks beautiful. fake, right? It looks it does, like yeah. a model of an engine because it's just like, why is so that? It's perfect. so simple and it's super simple. It's like, it's a dual overhead cam design, uh -huh. but like, it's just a very flat top with like the super clean spark plug wires coming out of it. Really sweet, uh, exposed exhaust manifold, like uh -huh. there, uh, four to one. And then you have the carbs just on one side. So it's just like, it's, it looks like a fake little model that you have on a table, you know, cause yeah. it's so simple. It's really, really cool. And the crinkle coat finish is usually like a slate gray. Uh, and then it has like some exposed metal with, um, I think it's, was it Nissan or Datsun on the, on it's the Nissan. Uh, it's Nissan yeah, yeah, on, the, uh, it's on the valve Nissan. cover, but that's a really pretty motor. It's, it's very intentional. Like it, it kind of is like a good encapsulation of the Japanese mentality totally, yeah. when it comes to designing things like it's it's simple and it's there for a purpose but it also looks nice like, yeah right like yeah it's definitely a really cool one have you shot one of those in person or um so we stopped by JDM Legends oh hey, when we were in there? Utah a few weeks ago and they had they had some cars there they you know they opened the hoods and kind of let us nerd out a little bit um and I, I took some photos then, but like I didn't get to take a car out or anything. And I'm trying to think if I'm if I photographed that otherwise. I, I don't remember. If if it if it was, it was probably at like JCCS or something. Oh sweet. Yeah, we still haven't made it out yeah, there. Yeah, I know. I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, we were we were were we Atlanta when that was I can't happening? Remember. I think so. I yeah. think it, uh, we were in Atlanta and it was Monterey Car Week. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It was oh, all man. happening at the same time, yeah. Yeah. Um, Warren, I think it's almost trivia time. Okay. But I have a little trivia. Ooh. Whoa. Uh, we do trivia on Bonus the show. Trivia. Oh, no. Yeah. Popular Mechanics has this article, and they picked the most important cars of every year. What? So it's basically to go along with your birth year. Oh, like, I what's see. the most no. important car of the year you were born? So 2012. So, so from, <laughs> from 2008 on, it's been all Teslas, by the way. So. Yeah, yeah, all Teslas. Yeah. I bet Tesla was one because, it's, I mean, it's a pretty important car, yeah. even if we hate them. Yeah. All right. So I was, I'm the oldest here by a year. Yeah. But he was also born at home. We don't really know how old he is. <laughs> there was no documentation. And his parents were hippies, so they don't even believe in time. Yeah. You know? it's like, wow. The only way we're going to know is when we when we cut his leg open and count the rings. <laughs> no wonder you're from Santa like, yeah. You are from Santa Cruz. Yeah. We weren't joking. Home birth. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I was born in 1979, December of 1979. Mm -hmm. And... Any guesses on the the car? Yeah, the yeah, most important see. car of nineteen seventy nine. Seventy nine er. And this is worldwide. Not a very good year, right? No, it's no. For cars. No. This is worldwide though, or U.S. Oh, it's, it's, let's just say it's worldwide. I mean, it's not U.S. cars. It's okay. everything. Seventy nine. Uh, E twenty one BMW. It's a pretty good Ooh, guess. Yeah, that's a good one. Although E twenty one and seventy nine. I mean, it a, started in seventy. Yeah. Seven. Seven, yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't be that important. Seventy nine. Well, that's my guess. All right, what do you guys got? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> so seventy nine. Come on, you're a seventies car girl. You know all about it. <laughs> you, you said know early seventies. I'm like early seventies. Free smog, please. Two eighty. <laughs> yeah. So um, can we get a hint? Is it um, 
a car that was like that did debut that year? Is it was it new in seventy nine? Um, you know what? That's a good yes. Uh, I think most of these are the year the the car or the model of you know the the trim package yeah. or whatever of that car. It seems like. Mm. Damn, I was gonna go Accord, like a CVCC Accord or something. But so I'll give you a hint. It's European. Okay, and and he said good guess on E twenty one. It's a cool car too, actually. It's a cool car, a Renault Le Car. That's not a cool <laughs> car. Um. All right, I'll just give it out. We have a couple more that's to do. It's hard. So. Seventy nine. It's a Saab nine hundred Turbo. Oh, oh that's okay. so you. That's a cool. Yeah. Car. I would have never guessed that. Car I love too. Years. Yeah, and it was the first year of um. It's the year the Saab 900 was born, I guess, because before that it was the 99, uh, 99 right? which I think and, is a cooler uh, car. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, 99s are really cool. Yeah. But yeah, so, okay, you were born in 1980, Wham? Yep. Okay, this would work. This let's. I'll give you guys a hint. Well, it doesn't really help Courtney, but Brian would love this, and I know he's born in the same year, 1980. Brian It's a Brian car. Like, when Brian hears this, Brian would give you a high five, and you would not give him the high five. <laughs> and you would not Toyota give him Toyota truck. It's more Brian than that. It's more Brian. It's got to be God, like some shitty-ass fucking... Shitty... Oh, oh. CJ5. Uh, AMC Eagle. Yep. Yeah! <laughs> it was AMC. Yeah, that was, oh, a, that was teamwork right yeah, there. Was. That was teamwork. AMC, AMC Eagle. Eagle. Yeah. You know what those are, right? They're awful in every way. Oh, yes. They're like oh. the four-wheel drive wagon, like they're lifted wagons. That bad? Kind of well, cool, right? They were just awful. Of, they're cool and awful. <laughs> they were really bad, like but they were kind of cool. Like well, what did AMC awesome. make that yeah. wasn't? Well, yeah, like, exactly. Too, Good like, answer. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. All right. Pretty and, revolutionary uh, for the time. So, right? what year? 83? 84. 84. So getting closer. Okay. 81 was okay. DeLorean. Cool. 82 was Buick Grand National. 83 was the GTI. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a good one. 84. Oh, Sue. Oh, no. It's a Brian. Brian would love this. Wait, why, why'd you look? Yeah, why'd well, you you're look? You're guessing, aren't Wait, you? Yeah. Hey, you're supposed to all guess. I thought we all guessing. Brian would love it, too. Jeep Wrangler. Really close. I don't know who this person is. Uh, uh, these right. are yeah, other what do you think is the most important car? He, he has awful taste. Yeah. He's <laughs> completely idiotic and he can't read. <laughs> so it would be a Camaro. <laughs> yes. You're you're closer than Pretty you think. Pretty close. Um, think more. Most important, like a, an important car. What? Yeah. Like let's it, say it started a revolution. Revolution in the in cars that we purchased. Yeah. Okay. Families purchased. Families. Okay, so is this a station oh, wagon? Oh, I know it. Okay, I'll let her guess because I know what it is. <laughs> it's a oh, first no. generation. Just think about it. It was the first of its kind, four families. And now they're everywhere. Now they're everywhere, but and they're still not cool. Had a big sliding door. They've never really side. gone through that's that cool gotta stage. That's got to be it. Oh, jeez. What is this, a minivan? <laughs> yes. Oh, is it Odyssey? No, no it's, it's, a, Odyssey. it's a Plymouth Voyager Dodge Caravan. What like the, the first of the first. You know, the old, the oh, first. Oh, God. And uh, so, Brian and others believe that these are going to be hot tickets like like collector cars like straight up a lot of money for yeah. that car yeah, yeah. like barrett what jackson what can you buy one for now four grand <laughs> perfect wait in perfect concourse condition no. perfect, perfect condition four thousand us dollars okay 
I um, mean, it's so destined to go up, right? Inflation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Inflation. Courtney, uh, do you mind giving us your year? 93. Okay. I'll just scroll way Before up. Yeah. Testarossa, 85. <laughs> That's a good year for cars. Mercedes yeah, Benz, really 560 SEL, 86. Mustang, 87, because that was a refresh. 88 M5. Ooh, 89 Lexus. Yes. That's a good one. 90 Miata, of course. Yes. 91 MR2. Hmm. 92 Ford Taurus Show. Okay. And you're 93? 93. Okay, 93. Oh, this is like, no one would, okay, I'm going to straight up. No one's. No one's going to guess You'll this? never get Give me this. a hint. I will there get this. It has to be something. It's American. It's American, okay. 93. And it's a car. Yeah. It's a Cirrus. Okay. It's a sedan. Stratus. Let's say a sedan. A uh, is it a Ford? It's not. No. Okay. It's one of the other ones. Sebring. From America. Uh, it, you're Mercury. getting really close. Warren is Saturn. I'll even tell you it's a Chrysler Wait, product. Oh. Dancing around. Concord. Uh, Chrysler Concord. Mm. LHS. It might be a Concord. What is this thing called? <laughs> I don't even know. It's LH sedans. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a Concord. Concord. LHS. Look at that. Like, come on. Why do you cap forward? Dodge Intrepid. Why is that important in any world? Why is that important? Cap forward. That's not important. Is is there a reason? Do they give an example? Uh, Also, cap forward. It was the first all new car to come from a company in more than a decade. Big deal. They hadn't built a new car in a decade. Cap forward. And Chrysler needed it. The cab forward design of those front drive sedans (laughs) was not only attractive, but created a roomy interior. That's right. It uh, it took just three years for these cars to go from drawing boards dealership which Obviously. was an amazing feat yeah exactly it looks like it <laughs> and these cars drove well too far better than k cars See? imagine that wow. i know that's a really As low if bar anything could drive better than that <laughs> it says of the 80s our favorite question mark the dodge intrepid yes that's their favorite that's it famously made fun of on saturday night live um no it was stratus oh it was stratus i drove a dodge oh, yeah. stratus um, that was depressing. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to I'm cut sorry. yourself down? Like, I know. I should have. Really I should have just gone. To, that that sh- was, you should have lied to me. I should have gone to like '94 when it was the Integra. Dude, what? You couldn't have lied <laughs> once. I know, right? I'm actually um, in an Integra. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they were sold in '93 in Japan or something. So maybe you can get away with it. We could with that, that that newer the DC body style. Yeah. I um, I read a kind of a sad news story yesterday. Uh, AMG is dropping V12 engines. Mm. Of course they are. Not Mercedes overall, but AMG. I'm surprised Mercedes is. Well, I think it's only going to soldier on in the Maybach. But those uh, car, the engine doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. Why? It's smooth. V8 smooth? No, not as smooth as V12. Perfectly balanced. I mean, well, I guess they both are, but no, they're saying a V8 with electric assist will be their choice going forward. Yeah. So that means that's not surprising. What what does Pagani get then? Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll they'll use what they have now for a while and then probably go with that same setup, mm-hmm. right, down the road. But uh, the first production car Mercedes V12 was that um, S600 in the 90s, like early 90s. Yep. And it uh, went on to become a 7.3 liter, which was used in the Zonda and such. Um, that V12, what was the last Mercedes that it was used in. G-Wagon. G-Wagon? Lane says G-Wagon. Hmm. 
Thank you. It was produced up till 97, I believe. If that helps you. Last Mercedes-Benz to feature the 7.3 liter well, it's, it's V12. Gotta be a, it's got to be a six ser 600 series S-Class. <laughs> no. It's not? Negative. Wait. Oh, ni no, 97. That's still V12 badge on the, what is it? The W140. Is it the C140? Lane, Lane made a guess and is just out. <laughs> so the 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 coupe, the the pillarless coupe, uh, is it a C one forty? S class. Yeah. No. 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 I have no idea. This is pretty obscure. Don't feel bad if you. Have I no don't idea. know Benz at all. Yeah. Like I didn't even know the one from earlier. It's a CL. Is no. this like some fucked up it's... Pullman or something like that we didn't get? Fucked up Pullman. That's what you're going to say. That's your guess. Yeah. How dare you, first of all. What the hell? Think way more exotic. Exotic? Wait, it's Mercedes, all right? Not Maybach. Oh, SLR? 97? Wait, 97. I'm fucked. Never mind. <laughs> I, by the way, I'm fucked. I just got answer. excited because it was uh, yeah. exotic. And yeah. I thought I had something. CLK GTR. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, I at least know what that is. <laughs> Do you know is. that? Yeah. Yes. This, this guy. It's cool damn car. it. Yeah, that's actually a really cool car. Very cool. They made how many total? Street ones? Or yeah, street. Convertibles or coupes? Um, both. Total. Uh, probably like 2022. That's specific. So we're talking... Um, not the race car one, the one that looks like a CLK that's wide street, body. Street the, version. It's the same car, but they they added a few little things. Okay, because there's also the CL, the one that has like the wide hips in the back with the. Inmate. No, this is a full on race car. Okay, this is the full, full on race, race car. car. CLK GTR. Uh, not black. Seventy five. Do you have a guess? They're Courtney? insanely rare. I, I, I'm gonna go with thirty eight. Thirty. Thirty Thirty nice. was the answer. Ooh, oh, nice, way closer. That said, two prototypes. Courtney and I tied. Twenty coupes <laughs> and six roadsters. Wow. There were also two right-hand drive cars built. I know for a guy that has a roadster. Sultan of Brunei. Of course. Very rare car. So that was the last car to feature that old V12, but it was the baddest of the bad, and that went into the Zonda, mm. and uh, with. Equal length headers. It is a masterpiece. It is, yeah. So there's That's your really trivia. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, Courtney. Good Thank trivia. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for making the trek, and uh, we'll be following you on Insta. If you want to make any plugs, you can tell people where to find your your work. Yeah, uh, Instagram is at Miss Courtney May, and that's M A E, not like the month M A Y. Mm -hmm. um, and websites CourtneyCutchinPhotography.com. And I use Twitter sometimes, and that's Hey Courtney May with two Y's at the end of Hey. Okay. Yeah. So like Hey. Hey. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, we'll be following you, and hopefully, we can do this again sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Right on. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Later.
BMW Datsun. Yeah. Because I, I can't really choose between Whoa. the two. For a second there, I thought I heard something else. I said, I said I'm a BMW Nazi. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Absolutely not what I just said. Whoa. Anyway. 